Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number seven. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Heroes Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. And we are going to discuss Chapter 7, Out of Time. Yes, we are. And uh, Stephanie, I think you were about to ask me how I felt about this episode. I was, and we are so going to try to get through this take five before Cliff coughs up a lung. Yes, absolutely. So, um, How did you like this episode, Cliff? Well, Stephanie, I'm so glad that you asked. Again. I, what a surprising <laughs> question you might just come up with out of the blue. Yeah. Um, let me prepare a thought. Okay. No. So, go ahead. Go explain ahead. No. what's going on. I really loved this episode, and I thought that it was very um, re- redeemable to some of the maybe not so great episodes that we've had um, in this season in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, there have not been... that they have all been. I mean, overall, I'm enjoying the season. Um, there were just a few things. There were just a few things. Like, for example, we're very glad to have Hero coming back. Absolutely. I think that Hero being in in 1600 Japan was getting a little old. Right. It it was a little outplayed or overplayed and and just really starting to wear on my nerves. So I'm kind of glad that that Hero's back in the present. In the the present present time. And I was so excited. I'm so going to jump ahead. So excited to see that they kept Sark and just gave him a new character name of Adam. Explain to people who Sark is. Okay, Sark is that actor who I so... His name escapes me right now. But the actor who was playing Kensei, who now plays Adam, was um, Sark, one of the resident bad guys on Alias. Um, on ABC for for many years. Absolutely loved the loved the bad guy character on Alias. Loved the the bad guy slash hero on Heroes, and so now we'll see how this creepy Adam is supposed to. Well, he sounds play like out. he's going to be the ultimate creepy bad guy again. It does. He plays that role well. He does, <laughs> and he's so adorable doing it too. Yeah, all right. So, um, yeah, there have been a lot of people that have kind of poo-pooed on uh, <laughs> this season of Heroes, saying that it's, I was it, hoping that since we restarted, you wouldn't use that phrase again. <laughs> all right. They've kind of uh, said ho-hum regarding certain episodes <laughs> right. this season. But no, seriously, it, it hasn't been all that bad. But tonight... Tonight was very good. Tonight was very good. But... 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 Um... And maybe it's just this season. Maybe it's just because the other episodes have have several of the other episodes have moved slowly. This one it moved at a much better pace, which I loved. But I felt like we were getting a lot of information in a short amount of time. Um, yeah, they were moving the story they were along moving the very story fast, very quickly, and, and it it reminds me of when ABC was canceling Daybreak, and uh-huh. you could tell that it was going off because they were. Crunching things together. Now, obviously, I don't believe that Heroes is is being canceled. No, but is there a possibility but that something might be affecting the there writing? There is a possibility that something is affecting the writing. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, the writers in Hollywood went on strike on Monday at midnight, and um, and that is affecting you know basically every written show on television and will affect could affect movies if the if the strike 
um, last for a long period of time. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's turn over to the news portion of our show <laughs> to talk about coverage, breaking news of the writing strike. <laughs> Welcome to the special writer strike <laughs> update with Stephanie. Go, Stephanie. I was kind of already sharing that news, so I didn't really need that that funny news intro to to go along with that. But um, anyway, I was reading an article today. I have been trying to keep up <laughs> on on how this is going to affect us because I like that. That was like a Barbie affect us. <laughs> I've been watching Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> keep all your hands inside the car at all times. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Thank you and enjoy your ride. So um, our, our two-year-old has just recently um, discovered Toy Story 2. Oh, yeah. And tour guide Barbie is quite annoying. Anyway. We love toy, to, uh, never, toy guide Barbie. <laughs> you go right. Toy guide. You even said toy guide. It is. Tour guide. Oh. Anyway, she's a toy. So anyway. Um, toy tour guide Barbie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of TV with my kids. Anyway, so I've been trying to keep up on on this writer strike and trying to find out what's going on because number one, our our new career kind of like we've kind of based it on some television shows. <laughs> Maybe not such a good idea, but um, but we really enjoy doing these these fan podcasts. Yes, we do. And um, and also, I mean, separate from that. I, I, I've said before, I watch a lot of TV. Now, I'm not going to tell anyone the number of hours a week that I actually may dedicate to television um, because I counted it up the other day and it's really kind of sad. But anyway, um, it, it's not. I don't just sit there and, and eat bonbons. I fold laundry and do dishes and, you know. Anyway. You're not watching that daytime stuff again, I do not watch daytime. Good. No, I've as replaced it with a ton of prime time, but I don't watch As long daytime. as you're not watching that daytime junk. So I not that we have anything against those of you who do. <laughs> no, but I did for for twenty years. Have probably for twenty five. Um, have watched daytime television. Was quite addicted to it, and it became to rule my life. So I've cut it out. Enough said. If you watch it, that's Moving great. Right but along. but I've moved on from daytime television. And um, anyway, I was reading an She's article now doing today. Gerber graduates for. <laughs> Can I round this new story back so we could talk about this episode? Round it around there, baby. I'm I'm pulling it back in. Um, Was reading an article today where um, Tim Kring was quoted saying that they actually got it in just in time to change the ending of episode 11 in case it is the last episode of the season. For heroes. For heroes. Yeah. There, there is a very um, ABC has stated that if this writer strike goes on for, um, for a long period of time, that they're going to run out of episodes before Christmas of their shows. ABC and said that. ABC has said okay. that. Um, and uh, so anyway, Tim Kring w- was quoted saying that the end of episode eleven of Heroes was altered so that it didn't leave the viewing audience hanging in case it ends up being the last episode of the season, which it very well would be. And that is pretty scary considering we're going to talk about episode seven. Yeah, That's only three more weeks. That's only three more episodes. Now, you said the last time the writers went on strike was when? The last time the writers went on strike was in 1988. It lasted 22 weeks, and it cost the industry $550 million. My goodness. 
and that was you know in 88 <laughs> everything you know, i mean with inflation and oh I mean, gosh it's just yeah be what television costs today and advertising yeah. and oh my goodness insane i mean there could be a great well the good news is that we are crash. in we are in fan podcast land here right okay and Heroes fans are Heroes fans. Lost fans are Lost fans. Grays fans are Grays fans. And private practice fans, well, we think they're private practice fans. <laughs> uh, we're pretty sure that they have a decent following. So the good news is that at least we know this for a fact with right. Lost fans. Right now, we're, we haven't had a Lost episode in months. M- oh, my goodness. And we are still pulling some wonderful download numbers All right. from our subscribers who are just thirsting for anything devoted right. and, to and Lost. And that's what I think this is just going to... I mean, if the season ends in three weeks, we're just going to be pulling to get more information and to, you know... And so what maybe is... Maybe Cliff and I will have time to go read up on the comics online. Read up on the comics, but you know, uh, we, um, we never did a single podcast on season one. No, we could go back. And can you because in season one we were total casual viewers i mean we came into season two still not knowing half the characters names i'm i did well okay cliff came into season two (laughs) without knowing half the characters names i had a good time watching tonight's episode i can tell that my viewing of the episode has changed as a result as a result of doing the podcast yes Um, i look for things and i and maybe i catch more things i'm sure there's a ton that i still don't (laughs) catch because i don't do all the extra online stuff um Although but, I meant to the other day, and I got I got internet distracted. <laughs> and, oh, that and happens I, to me all the time. I never made it to where I was going. So I do that. I I, I'll go. I'll immediately pull up my browser, and it'll say, "Oh, you need to install this update to this plugin." And I'm like, "Okay," and I'm done. <laughs> and it only takes like thirty seconds. I'm and like, "And then you forget what you came What? What was I doing? I, I will go. I will go, and I will open up. You know, my uh, <laughs> my laptop, which I keep in a corner so the kids can't get to it and click on the google to search something and mckenna will come up or, or one of the other two if they're here and you know I'll what we need to do right now it's just gone so let's round it back and talk about episode seven right yeah. all right so um absolutely um so basically just to just wrap that up one of the mm-hmm. things that i'll say is that you know we could very well pull out season one well, and yeah, view we it could. And, we and could. Do that. So we'll have to see how that happens. Um, We're definitely hoping that won't have yeah, to happen. Hopefully, they they will come to an agreement um, very soon. And um, <laughs> but from what I was reading online, it's not looking likely. Yeah, but I wonder if writers had anything to do with the way that was written. <laughs> I don't seriously. I, don't I have know. no clue. But uh, I'm thankful that we have you on the news desk on this item. Thanks. Thank you very much. Well, You're Stephanie welcome. will keep you up to date in our I, news segment. I will try. I will try. Hey, before we talk about the rest of this episode, can we go ahead to? Some listener feedback, and that'll give me some time to mute our microphones, and I can cough up this other lung. All right. So here's our first call, and uh, here we go. Hi there. This is Troy calling from Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to completely nerd out for a second and talk about heroes and comic books in general. Uh, Several of the podcasts about heroes are talking about the Wonder Twins. And if I could do the comic book, guy's voice from the simpsons i would but since i can't i'll just continue uh wonder twins is not a correct reference if anyone's a marvel comics reader they may remember a uh, a couple of characters in the spider-man storyline cloak and dagger and actually some of the message boards i'm on say that they're trying to create a cloak and dagger movie uh to come out of hollywood 
but their powers are that they're two people that are like yin and yang. One's force is is a light force. The other is a dark force. The dark force is pretty consuming, and uh, the light force is a, a force that builds up. And they, uh, how they play together is they can uh, feed from each other, much like the twins actually do on um, on heroes. So I wonder if you know there's some more mythology in Cloak and Dagger that will actually come out in the show. That's point number one. And then the new character who can uh, learn by watching, uh, that is also a character in the Marvel Universe. Unfortunately, I can't find their name on Wikipedia. Yes, I looked on Wikipedia for the characters in the Marvel Universe. It is a foe of Captain America, and I, I can't find anything out about that other than that. So uh, have a, you know, love the New Heroes podcast and Enjoy GSPN. Hope things are going well. Bye. Troy, thank you so much for your valuable insight. Feel free to geek out anytime you want on our <laughs> voicemail. It provides content for our listeners. And, and it makes Cliff happy. It makes me happy. And it's not an email. So uh, I didn't have to read that. That was totally awesome. Yeah. Uh, we have... <coughs> excuse me. Another. We have another one. <laughs> Hi, this is uh, Doug from Atlanta with a spoiler-free comment for the Heroes podcast. Uh, I would like to comment on the Claire and West situation. Uh, You two didn't seem to think that it advanced the story much, and I'm thinking maybe there's a story there that we are not seeing just yet. I have a sneaking suspicion that West is possibly there intentionally to kind of bring out the, the, uh, the evil Claire uh, perhaps this is some way of getting her to, you know, turn to some sort of dark side. Uh, he seems to be doing it well, lying to her dad, uh, being uh, uh, mean to the other cheerleaders, uh, but and using her powers uh, to do that, which is interesting. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the, the, the beginnings of some sort of supervillain, per, perhaps. So I wonder if that may be where, uh, where this is going and that this was a, a, a big turning point in, the, in a story like that. Um, and secondly... It seems to me that in the Heroes universe, New York City is the worst place to be. Either things are getting blown up or you're getting evacuated. Uh, and maybe it's just not a general problem, but it's always in June. Uh, that's a, it, it seems that the Heroes timeline is tracking uh, present day as we go along, so that the, uh, the uh, season finale of the first season was, in fact, in June as well. And now we see there's an evacuation in June 2008, so maybe people should just move off to their summer homes in uh, in June and come back when uh, all the uh, dust is settled. Uh, but that just seems to be the way uh, the way things go, and I thought I'd bring that up. Have a good time. Thank you. Doug in Atlanta, thank you very much for calling in. And uh, what do you think about, I mean, I of course, he left that last week after last week's show, so he didn't have this week to see. Um, I think this week kind of clears Claire from, uh, from being influenced by West to be um, an evil, you know, to bring out her evil side. She's defiant against her father, but yeah, gosh, but her father... she's 16, 17, you she, know? Yeah, she's however old she... She's what a, teenage girl isn't defiant against her dad? Yeah, and not only that, but you have also the situation where, um, you know, her father is pretty much uh, lying to her. Right, and right. She's, she's she called him out on it She's tonight. a little fed up with it. And, right. and so I don't think that what we saw tonight was necessarily evil. So... You know, I, you know, I think that was a value. I, I thought, you know, given the time frame and when uh, Doug left that voicemail, I'm like, wow, that's an interesting theory. 
after seeing chapter seven out of time, I see that mm, maybe not so much. And right. I, I'm, I'm sure, Doug, probably after seeing this episode, you probably well, think the same, the same thing. thing. And then the other thing was that definitely in this episode, they, they canceled out that it's not just New York with with this epidemic. But I do like how he pointed out that everything happens in, in June of, of the next year, because that's when the season will end, uh, hopefully. And um, so I, I thought that was, a, you know, that was cute. But um, I forgot what I was going to say. Can you tell? Don't you hate when that happens? Mid-sentence. Mid-sentence. It, it's like on the tip of your tongue and it's it like just, falls off. Yeah. Yes. Well, it didn't even fall off. I think I swallowed it. We, so anyway. Um, we no, have, I was going to say. Oh, they said that 97. She said, was it 97 or 93 percent of the population had been killed by the virus. That's not just in New York. That was in the, you know. Right. So anyway, yeah, ninety three percent of the population. Yeah. It's not just in New York, but but did, she she didn't say I think that's world just like population. Where they all live, that that's just well, she where all the big players live. She didn't say world pop ninety three percent of the world. Right, I population. know because the other people are being deported. Right, but I, what I'm saying is though it could have been ninety three percent of the population in New York. It could have been, but that would give away the whole save the world. Oh yes, you know, save the cheerleader, save the world. Just because the man was going to explode in in New York doesn't. Well, this is a different thing. There was the explosion. Well, I know, now but there's the still virus. Saving the world. There's. Uh, okay, I understand. The tagline even said it last week or the Did week it? before. Still save the world. Save the world. All right. Remember, I said, didn't we do that already? <laughs> That's what a lot of people is like. Well, save the cheerleader, save the world. Now it's save Molly, save the world. Well, they well, say no, Molly. it's still Claire. Claire's still. She's, she's she's still the key, isn't she? Yep. All right, we have one more voicemail, okay. and uh, here we go. Hi, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Paul from Long Island. Uh, I'm calling this week instead of sending you an email. Uh, a couple of points I just wanted to make. First, uh, one of your criticisms of last week's episode was the whole Claire West uh, thing with the cheerleader. But I thought that was kind of important because it showed Claire going over the line uh, just like so many other people went over the line in this episode, which I guess was the reason they called the episode The Line. Uh, I also reviewed the uh, graphic co- graphic novel or online comic again. This week's was called Team Building Exercise. It takes place 18 years ago in Odessa, and basically it's HRG learning from uh, Ivan, his uh, former mentor, how to uh, take prisoners. And the way it sets up is they're going after a gentleman who can apparently turn himself into water, and Ivan goes after him, basically guns ablazing, and HRG goes after him a little bit more subtly and then traps him. Uh, I thought this particular episode didn't really ring true because it was just a little too convenient and a little too quick. I know these graphic novels are only generally about six pages, so it's hard for them to slowly build up to something like that, but it just seemed uh, far too easy. Uh, The last point I just wanted to make was I was thinking about the show and I came up with a theory uh, that possibly Peter could be the killer of of the original founders. Uh, He doesn't have his memory at this point. He went into the future and is aware of the virus. He could be coming back in time with hero's power and trying to prevent this virus from being spread and going after the people from the company to do so. Uh, certainly the two killings that we saw would fit his powers. Uh, he could use the power of flight to get away on the first one, 
and in, invisibility and teleportation would have been fine when he went after his mother. It would also fit that his mother uh, was basically taking the rap uh, because she was protecting her son. Well, that's it for this week, and uh, hopefully I'll be calling back again soon. Take care. Hey, hey, Paul, thank you so much. And uh, I really do appreciate the fact that, that you guys are calling in. And, and I don't mean to say that I, as, as a mean or a nasty thing, and, and I hope you guys totally understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> there, there are two things. Number one, it's always much more pleasurable, I think, as a listener for you guys out there to hear somebody voice their, thing, their, their thoughts um, in their own words, in their own voice, versus us trying to read it because or trying to interpret what they're saying exactly sometimes we don't get the inflection of how you mean to say something and and stuff like that and not to mention the fact that right now i have a pretty terrible case of bronchitis but it really means a lot to us that you guys are calling in it and we want to and the other bonus is that you can listen to a voicemail while doing something else Mm -hmm. but if you're reading an email you're reading an email i mean you can't multitask yes absolutely And uh, so we we really want to thank the the three of you guys who um, to Troy and Doug and Paul for calling in. We want to encourage more of you guys to call in, and it's real simple to do. All you need to do is is jot down this phone number. Go ahead and hit pause. Go get yourself a pen right now, and then come right back. Okay, welcome back. And uh, here's the phone number: area code eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. That's eight five nine. Seven nine five four zero six seven. Just call and say, "Hey, I am so and so from somewhere, and this is for the Heroes <laughs> Podcast." And then just let it roll. Keep it under. I, I wanted, keep it under four yeah, minutes, please. I wanted to comment on on um, Paul's voicemail <laughs> and say that that based on the time that he left it, his theory is really good. But I think that they they kind of deflated his theory tonight when they said that um, Adam it was invincible or indestructible or whatever he had all the same powers he had the capability to absorb powers or something well that that was the one thing with hero you know blowing up the guns and everything i'm like hello he's invincible (laughs) uh he can pretty much heal from anything and that's why we see him in the future (laughs) i so it wasn't it wasn't a huge shock for me right and i'm and And he should know that right so, so, anyway. so what I want to do is hero should know that. I'm, we're gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the forum oh real my quick. Goodness, are we ever gonna talk about this episode? Yeah. Well, we're gonna see how they talked about the forum or forum about how the folks in the forum talked about this episode. Um, if you're not aware of this, we have uh, gspn.tv/forum, or if you just go to gspn.tv, there's a link in the right-hand top corner of the menu. It says uh, community forum. And uh, in there, we have a section called TV shows uh, that are not devoted to Lost. And uh, Heroes is one of the subsections. And here are some of the notes that our uh, community members out there have uh, left for this episode. X-Force 11, our good friend Jeff Gentry, says, Wow, some major stuff going on in this episode. Loved Matt uh, stepping up and believing in himself and in his powers. Wow, the whole Adam deal was wild. This means that in addition to healing, he can't die or age. Or did he get zapped forward? Hmm. Mm, Good question. Uh, Would he still speak Japan? (laughs) Japanese? Japanese. Well, he wasn't speaking Japanese back then. Yeah, he was. Well, I mean, he... But but he spoke in English to to, uh, Hero. I know. Okay. 
Is that what you meant? But I, if he get zapped forward, would he not know that he's not in Japan anymore? That's all. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Or maybe he has more <laughs> gifts than he led on. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Bubba Coop from the forum says, according to this article from October 23rd, it's because of his regeneration. So if he if his cells die, they literally regenerate new ones. So I guess he's pretty he pretty much can't die unless he's Highlander style. Uh, I'm sure he'll run into Hero again. Good episode. I guess there's only five more episodes in Volume Two. Seems uh, seems that that's allowing them to accelerate everything so soon. All right, and Faith from our forum wrote, So Kensei's vow to keep hurting Hiro, uh, you know, right before the explosion, makes me think he's definitely behind the Nakamura uh, behind the Nakamura's death. But if Bob's right and Adam is simply orchestrating everything, I wonder if Mari is the instrument he used. Okay, but if if Kensei and Adam are the same person, right? Then okay. <clears throat> And then Geronimo Jackson from the forum mm-hmm. wrote, Awesome episode. Does anyone think that Kenzei might have been the first hero? Hence the name Adam, possibly. Good good point. But I happen to believe that Hero was always the hero. Hero was always Kenzei. Okay. Um, I think I had sent that in, in the past. We have Linker J. Patrick. He says, I love the irony of the Adam slash Kenzei was Hero's hero, but became the ultimate villain. Um, I can definitely see how future Hero that we saw early in last season becomes such a solemn character. He has a great power, but has lost those he's loved. Kind of like Spider-Man. While the show has done its... Let's see here. While the show is done in comic book form, it's telling a much deeper story. And then Faith says, Interesting observation. Uh, if he wasn't uh, the first, then maybe he thinks he himself as the first. And then uh, basically there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Check out the forum at gspn.tv slash forum. Stephanie, let's talk about this episode now. Okay. All right. What do you want to start with? You took the notes. You tell oh. me. Okay. I've got the notes. Um, and I didn't write a lot. But let's talk about the most touching scene. First. Oh, you're so talking about Matt and Molly. Yes. Oh, that was great. So the, set it that up. Whole, a- that whole thing. He's sitting there. He's Matt sitting at Molly's um, at Molly's bedside, and he's so um, <coughs> sorry. He is um, remorseful, and he's saying, "I'm sorry. I should have never asked you to do that. You were just trying to help me and to make me happy." And and he says that he loves her, and then her spy, her th- her what's he called? The little graphy thing. <laughs> anyway, it spikes, and you're like, she hurt him, and I I almost cried myself. I thought that it was just very touching writing, and I loved that they did that. Yeah, I loved that they. Did I was that. expecting in that scene for him me? to bring her. Did you hear me say it's very touching writing? Yes. <laughs> Hello, you're appreciated. Now get over it. Get back to work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if if I knew more about uh, it, maybe I right. would care. Uh, <laughs> that was really horrible. That was really Who bad. said that? <laughs> get out of here. You said that. Don't shut that. We got a sick kid upstairs. All right. Well, it's too late. It's already it's shut, shut now. now. Um, I loved that. And then when he when he went um when he got into pulled into her nightmare pretty much. Um, 
I love that. I love that this episode proved my theory right. Do you In remember what my theory which, was? Oh, yes, about was the that fact the, that the, the truth, truth got, was what the truth will set you free. Um, the truth is what got him out of his first um, nightmare that his dad had trapped him in. And and we see the same thing this time. He gets pulled in and he, he confronts his dad. No, this, well, first, he, um, because I had said way before... Um, way before the whole apologizing to Molly that he needs to believe in himself. Matt really struggles with believing in himself. And I think that that was all tied to his, his daddy issues. Yes. You know, he, he wasn't fast enough and he was too fat and he was telling all that to Molly. That's where I pulled that from. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, so he gets pulled into the nightmare room, which is there his old home his child home and it's the same dinner that they're having the night his dad left and he's this is not my nightmare this is yours you know this that is your awesome. nightmare you stay here you live this and he opens the door and walks out i loved it it was great that was awesome and i was right it's the truth yes and uh the next uh scene that i want to discuss is the peter and caitlin scene okay where they go to the future and he gets her stuck there he does that was sad it was sad and it was weird it's like oh my gosh what what does this mean now that it, i mean I'll, I'll be i'll i hope they don't just leave it i hope not because i really liked her character in the story Me too and i would imagine that that and you I know, like peter needs a love interest i think yeah he does he does just because right. I like Peter. <laughs> of course, Adam's in on the, in on the picture now. Yeah, Adam. So to so, still be did, found out about Adam. You know, there there's a whole there's the whole thing. Every time I hear the name Adam, I think of Adam and Eve. Right. And of course, the story of of the first man uh, that was created by God. And of course, then there was the whole people with sp- certain gifts. The yep. discussion of of them uh, feeling like they are God and. Or, or a god, and so there, you know, this is the first hint, at least that I've just been kind of just pointed at, right? Pointed at, uh, the, <laughs> that I've kind of taken away from this whole uh, episode or this okay. whole story. Uh, perhaps they've been peppered in there all. So along. you think that that maybe they're trying to portray Adam as um, the first one with abilities, like the first yeah. one with an altered DNA. Yes. Okay. That he was the one or who genetic code or whatever. Yeah, you and call he was it. the beginning of it all. Okay. And and so I would buy that, and I think that that would fit, seeing that we saw um, him as Kensei in sixteen fourteen. Right. That was the date, right? And then Something see him back again there. in oh seven as Adam. I, I think yeah. that that would that would be. Because of the way now, I think they drew out the whole uh, pastime Japan thing way too long. They did, but I but I think that if that's the way they're going to write it, that it will be it it will all make sense. Yeah, the only thing I want to say about the hero and Japan thing is while it was starting to wear thin on me and you, and possibly others out there, um, you know, I believe that they ended it extremely well this time. I think that it. Oh, absolutely! I think it did a wonderful job of it's showing. And I think you the, could tell as soon as this episode started, <laughs> um, the first scene that they show um, with with Hero and um, and the girl and her dad, 
um, from the very beginning that they show those three characters, you know that that's the end of the Japan scenes. Did yes. you get that? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I got that right away. You know that it's going to come to an end. And right. So then I was more excited. Yeah, and um, what was I going to say? I, I was going to. Oh, the, the coolest thing to me is to think about in all of season one when Hero says, I only have my power when I have the sword. It's because it's his sword. Yeah. And it's when he believes in himself. And right. so there's this whole consistent theme of believing in yourself and, there, and oh yeah and is. really taking charge of your abilities right you know taking control of this and i love because that's one of the things that peter says and and so there's this consistent theme mm-hmm. of coming to grips with who you are and what you're about and what you've been called to do and so peter says i can't control these things that are happening to me right and the truth is is the that truth you is can. peter can he but Peter doesn't remember that he can't because he dealt with the whole controlling them in season one. Right. So to have him go back and, and start again is kind of repetitive. But um, but what did you think about that whole you have to remember, you have to remember, and then he starts seeing all these flashes of mommy. Yeah, that, those were some funky looking pictures. I'm like, <laughs> they, is, it, is the Nightmare act- Man back? <laughs> poor actress. Where's Mari at? Do all those? That really, they'd have to be like many skits to to put them all you yeah. know, together like that. But the the very last one was just especially creepy to me. You know what's <laughs> really horrible is I bet you that what would happen is they paid her to go through her old photo album. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> and and here we are, and totally like, dissing. No. But, uh, no, the last one, the last one couldn't be from a photo album because the the impression that I got from that very last flash that that they showed um, was of like, well, they're Peter's memories, so they are Peter remembering how his mom looked, and the last one was kind of like from the from the um, viewpoint of a baby. Yes, like he was like he was an infant looking up at this big smiling face looking anyway. I'm like, if I, if I ever looked at my kids like that, I'm sorry. So my question is... You totally don't care. I do. And, I'm in and, a good mood and you're like rushing me. No, I'm not rushing okay. anybody. Okay. But I, I'm just thinking, I, the next question I want to ask is, do you think that Nikki is the beginning of the end? I don't know. You know? They kind of set it up to look that way. You know, is she the first because one who's the, infected? The first one infected and has the strand that is, you know, this new strand of the virus. There is no cure. There is no cure for. And it, they... Kind of set it up to look that way. Yeah. And that by June of, of 08, it will have killed 97% of the population. 93. Was it 93? 93. Okay, well, I asked 93 or 97 earlier, and you didn't answer me. So. And I probably wasn't listening. I apologize. Great. <laughs> 93. Wonderful. <laughs> I asked you that question. You don't remember? I do not remember you asking me that question. <laughs> Are you sure you asked me that question? I did. I don't know. All uh, right. Anyway. That's pretty much all the notes that I have, though. This was a great episode. Yeah. And okay. did you have more that you want to say? Because um, there's, I was very called up in the episode, to be well, honest with you. Yeah. The, the, um, well, You're very thing, talkative tonight, so go ahead. Apparently. Had my Red Bull. No, I didn't. Anyway. <laughs> Red Bull. I've never <laughs> seen you drink a Red Bull in my life. And I never would. Um, I honestly, I don't know what, this is like my first adult conversation in like four days and I'm just milking it for all that it's worth. Um, great. <laughs> I could Thanks, be babe. here all night. <laughs> Welcome to part two of the Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number eight. Anyway, anyway I was going to point out that, um, 
that that, that. it was that. obvious that it was obvious to me that DL was a nightmare. That was a giveaway. Oh yeah, you told I think me about that, that because um, because he loved Nikki and he would have never spoke to her in that way. Um, so that that was obvious, oh, but I liked that they played on her. You know that they used her. Yes. To, to do that. Yeah, I, I agree that that was very obvious. The one thing you pointed out that I think is interesting, and this is just kind of like one of those things that Stephanie pulls out, uh, is that they, I guess because of the blooms, what are those called? The cherry blossoms? Yes. Coming down. Uh-huh. It's Doesn't that make you think that it's warmer weather? Um, yes, and, it does. And, and because you, the cherry blossoms were in bloom. Yes. And, and there was the scene where Kensei and Hiro were inside the tent where all the guns were. Right. And uh, Sark, or Kensei, <laughs> was, spoke words in that very first part of that scene, and you saw what? That cold breath that you, you know, when you breathe you in the cold air, you could see his breath. So and when they it were, was cold when they were when they were filming. Yes. And that reminds me of a scene from uh, the High School Musical 2 because yeah. we were watching some of the things on... And that was recorded in the winter, but it's supposed to be their summer vacation. Yeah, and they were swimming. They were swimming in the middle of, like, February and in they were, Utah. And they were freezing. Right? Well, it, Where, yeah, but wherever it, 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 was it was in the middle anyway. of winter, but it wasn't, like, you know, 40 degrees. But it was, like, 50 or 60. Yeah, still and, too cold to be in a swimming pool. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so you pointed that out. I thought that was interesting. That was cool. Um, and you, I don't think that was anything to even... Like they were like, uh, snow falls in the the newspaper said snow falls in Miami, Miami. and he said snow falls on, on Miami, Miami which, which I mean I would read I could see myself reading you know falls well, in Miami okay. and then saying on Miami. Okay, you would see yourself doing that in regular life, but this is a scripted show where they could have said cut. You said it wrong. You start again. Well, and but they could have anyway, wrote. They could have wrote him just saying it wrong. They could have wrote him just saying it wrong. I don't but think uh, Nathan doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who just. Well, what's cool is, is what I really like about Nathan is because in the first season he was so clean cut and now and, he's kind of ru- yeah, yeah he's rugged. A, he's know, got his long messed up hair. He's got some wild hair going up in the front there, didn't he? <laughs> it's great. He's yeah. got good hair. He does. So um, um, I'm waiting for him small. to say, gnarly dude, let's go surfing. <laughs> this is a small continuity error that bugged me. What? That. that oh, okay. in on thing. The in and um, on. Oh, my goodness. Um, what else was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. There's a storm coming. There's a storm coming. Which? What did you want me to say about that? Because yeah, like, Nothing. I just think that that's... Me- no, I think that we're here. We are at episode seven. And, you know, there there's a storm coming. You know, with the whole, there's, um, Nikki's infected now. There, they, you would think that she's going to be the beginning. And by June of 08, everyone's going to be, you know, um, under quarantine or, or dead. Um, the storm is coming, but technically we possibly only have three more episodes. So it's going to be a really fast storm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to blow right in. Boom. But um, so anyway, it, that. But it that's... did almost seem as if this episode was slightly affected by that. It did. But I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. But it just seemed like it. Right. It it just did. Um, and I just felt like I had to share it. Very cool. But um, 
Is that everything, Steph? I think so. Oh, no. There's one more thing (laughs) that I wanted to say, and it's totally... Other people probably won't care. But now that I watch the show differently than what I normally did, there are things that just stand out to me that really drive me crazy. Check this out. We're an official Heroes fan podcast now, (laughs) because not only are we uh, enjoying it, we're no longer casual viewers. (laughs) I'm not. We're going to start watching this baby frame by frame. I've crossed the line. I've crossed the line. Here is my question for you heroes, viewers, who maybe dive deeper into into it than I have. Is what is Claire's brother, Lyle? What is his purpose? What is his point? Why did the Bennetts ever have another child? Okay, they couldn't have children. So the the company gave Claire to them to protect her. And... um, and so that's how they got that they got Claire. So did they have a miracle child in Lyle? I mean, his his role is pointless. He Does has he no look special, like a miracle child? No, he has no special abilities. He they're always just brushing him off or ignoring him or erasing his memory. <laughs> what is his purpose in this show? Just to have that, hey, that's all I want to know. Because Claire, I mean, even even the dog, Mister Muggles, has a bigger part than Lyle, the brother. What's his big part? Mr. Muggles, like the mom's all creepy goo-goo over the dog. Yeah. You don't know that? She's like, oh, kiss me. Anyway, it's gross. But <laughs> <laughs> So that's my question. Is Stephanie's in an exciting t- mood tonight. I don't know how I'm going to go to bed, but I have to because I have a sick kid. i got to get all the sleep I can get. I'm going to end on that note. All right. What is Lyle's purpose in this show? All righty. Well, if you know what Lyle's purpose is in, this, in the show, <laughs> give us a call at area code 859-795-4067. We want to hear back from more of you guys. The goal next week is we want seven live callers wow. on the voicemail. Seven of you. Call in now. Actually, we'll wait until after the episode and then call. <laughs> Actually, no. Go ahead and give us a call so that after the episode, we can play your call. <laughs> Just call us. GSPN.tv. Check us out. All of our other podcasts are there, and we invite you to join the community. 